Awesome, man. So I have Chris Rude here today uh, on the podcast. And Chris, uh, excited to have you on, man. So you actually uh, inspired my journey into real estate. I remember it was 2017. I'm sitting at Clear Lake Nissan selling cars. And it was like eight o'clock at night. And I'm, I'm on YouTube and I'm watching an interview with you and Grant Cardone. And it was going over your, your wholesaling business. And um, at that time, I had no clue what wholesaling was. And actually, it was just like perfect timing because I sold a, a truck uh, a week prior to seeing your YouTube uh, to a wholesaler. And so I started connecting all these dots or whatever. So anyways, you're a big part of the reason why I kind of like went off into the journey of wholesaling, even though I had no freaking clue what it was at first. And that interview with Cardone, I probably watched that like 15 times, you know, <laughs> so I appreciate oh, you man. being on being on the day, man. dude. I, I love to hear stories like that, man. It, it's you always hear stories like that. You know, I watched something inspired me, and then, you know, and, and it just kind of trickles down. You know, and you, and you said a key word, inspire, right? And that I think a lot of people, why, why they can't get their entrepreneurial journey going is because they can't get inspired, right? And, and what is and what does inspired mean? I wrote a post about this two days ago about what inspired means. It means through the spirit, right? right? And business isn't all physical, man. Business is a lot of intangibles in your mindset and, and being spiritual about it because it's so hard. Just like we were talking about before, you just said how you having a you struggle day, you had to fire two people. Yeah. This business ain't for the, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a real estate wholesaler, investor is not for the faint of heart. You have to be mentally strong right here. You know, it, this ain't a physical strong business, right? I don't care how big your muscles are. hundred. You got to have ball to steal. And, That's uh, it. And, and the way to have balls of steel is you got to be inspired. So I, I love that you said that. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I mean, that's that's kind of what got, it's gotten me through a lot of hurdles, you know, I mean, it, on this journey is just having, like you said, having that intangible connection to a bigger purpose, a higher power. I mean, because this is a mental game and honestly, it's not logical. I mean, it's, it's, it's very irrational on many different levels to actually. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you're dealing with, you're dealing with a lot of people that are dysfunctional, you know, crazy oh. in some cases, mentally ill, irrational. I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and sticking with it, man, is, is, uh, yeah, it's definitely to me, like you said, it's a mental and a spiritual game. And, and, and what's crazy, I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago and on my entrepreneurial path, the past, you know, four to five years, I have grown more mentally and spiritually than I have financially. <laughs> I mean, you have the financial stuff, but it's more of like a, a personal, a personal thing. It's really weird, man. It's, it's like a transformation or something. <laughs> it's, no, no doubt, man. It, it tests your mental fortitude like nothing, nothing else. Absolutely, man. So let's jump right into your story, Chris. Um, I'm a little familiar just listening to you on YouTube and, and kind of, uh, hearing your other interviews with other people. I know you started, you've been an entrepreneur basically your whole life. Um, you started off with a set of quick loop, uh, oil change, uh, car services, shops, you know, had a lot of employees, a lot of overhead. What, how did you get into that business? What made you want to be an entrepreneur? What, what kind of sparked yeah. that journey? Man, I think entrepreneurial entrepreneurs are, are um, I think we, we're, we're different creatures in, in a sense that we vibrate on a different frequency. I've always been a knucklehead growing up. Like I, I'm unemployable. Like I'm, Me too. <laughs> I, 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 I don't listen to people. I go my own path and own way, no matter what I think for myself. And that's good and bad. And I think, people like me and you and other entrepreneurs out there, I think they struggle a lot in school because 
there's not one way to learn. And we learn differently than most academics. And I think, you know, you right. got two fields of, of thinking, you got academics and you got entrepreneurs. And I'm so far away from the academic side. I mean, I barely passed school. I was diagnosed with ADD, ADHD. I was told I was slow. I would never amount to shit. I was so hyper. I couldn't focus, yada, yada, yada. And I really brought down my self-esteem. But, you know, looking back, I'm 40 years old now. And it's it's so funny is that I I was just different in a sense that I wasn't built for school. And I was, and I think, and I, and I'm telling you guys this because I, I want, I want this to resonate with a lot of you guys that listen because you're entrepreneurial. You guys are different and special breeds of cat, you know, and, and you need academics in life. You got to have those guys that are pencil pushers and accountants, CPAs, attorneys, but yeah. you guys run the economy. You guys create jobs. You guys push the envelope, but that mentality and mindset you know, when you're younger, gets frowned upon and pushed down and suppressed because you can't have that attitude growing up in elementary school, middle school, and high school. You're, you're labeled a, you know, a crazy person. You can't, you're not, because you look at most entrepreneurs, they didn't do good in school. Not all of them, but a, a right. vast majority of them. When I go to masterminds, I listen to multi, people worth hundreds of millions, billionaires. Bob, I remember Bobby Castro, he's worth a billion bucks. He was, he was put in a special ed camp, you know, and, and he's worth a billion dollars now. Like, and it's a, a thread, like, you know, all these people either have dyslexia, ADD, all this right. stuff, but then they turn out to be badass entrepreneurs just because they're, and I had the realization that they're just cut from a different straw. But so I'm telling you that because when I started my, I, I knew that I was going to be an entrepreneur. I, I couldn't work for nobody. I tried to work for somebody. And I was like, I just, I, I couldn't do it. So I, I told myself when I was like 20 years old, 19, I'm going to start my own business. Went to college, couldn't figure out what I wanted to start. And I, um, I went to get the oil changed in one of my dad's company vehicles. I was working for him at the time. And I noticed people were complaining about how long it was taking. I was like, I just wanted to start a business. I was like, I'm going to start an on-site oil change business and go to people's houses and, and change oil. Nice. Told my dad about it, borrowed a hundred bucks from him, bought a set of wrenches, never changed oil in my life, bought a, a, a filter, <laughs> a filter, uh, an oil catch, catcher and some wrenches. I changed my first oil on my dad and his vehicle. He showed me how to do it. And then um, I've made some uh, cards and I just went out to all these all field accounts that had all these multiple vehicles and I started handing out cards and, and I built up a pretty big book of business. I was I was a soft I was a sophomore in college when I started that. By the time I was a senior, I'm not kidding you, I was 20, I was 20, I was 20 when I started it, 22 when I graduated college. And I um I I had a I had a great I was making hundred grand a year wow. by the time I by the time I was a senior in college and my buddies are graduating going make you know, 30, 40 grand a year working for the man. I was like, man, I'm just going to keep doing this. There's no reason for me. I graduated in business management. I'm not going to get a job and make less money. So I kind of diversified. I got into auto glass repair and replacement and I, and I started making 120, 150. And I was like, I can't scale this model. I need physical locations. So I, I needed to buy like a quick loop mechanic shop to be able to stop chasing all this business. Well, this kind of this kind of went off into my, my real estate business, how I started, got into real estate. I had built a spec home of a couple, maybe two or three years prior to that, before I graduated college. And this is like 2005, 2006, right before the run up on real estate. So right. when I had built my house, like in 2003, 2002, I had all this freaking appreciation, right? Yeah. And, and I, and this is right around all those flip my house <laughs> movies were coming on and I'm like I told my wife Patty I was like man baby we got to sell our house our house is worth like so much more than what we paid for it five yeah. four or five years ago she's like okay let's do it so I painted a few rooms landscape the front put it on the market in 2000 right before the 2007 crash we had put it for sale in 2006 we, we put it on the market and sold within 30 days we made 126,000 damn damn on, that's on nice split. nice so, that was the start that's pure timing pure luck that was not because of skill or or 
you know, anything I knew that was pure timing because, you know, a couple, you know, a couple uh, months later, maybe six months later, the, the market collapsed. Right. 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 So, but I took that 126,000 and I bought my first physical location. I bought an $860,000 quick lube mechanic shop in the busiest location wow. in my, in my area where I live. And I, so I just, I reinvested that money and that's another golden, you know, you know, nugget for you guys that are young, just reinvest profit. You see all this horse shit and bullshit all over social media. These kids are 22, 24 years old, maybe older. They, they make a bunch of money doing some deals or maybe they made a bunch of money in crypto. And what's the first thing they buy? They go buy, a, you know, a $200,000 Lambo or a freaking yeah. Ferrari. And I'm yeah. like, what are you guys doing? You know, what? It, and that's honestly, I can attribute a lot of my success was investing my profits early as a kid when I did good back into my business. And we once we bought that shop, I doubled my income again. Then we we bought we bought a, another foreclosure, fixed that up, lived in it for about eighteen months, flipped that, made sixty or seventy thousand, bought another shop, flipped a piece of land that I was going to build a house on, and made another forty grand. I kept taking all those profits and I would put it as down payments on on shops. Wow! So, I, so by the time I was 25, 26 years old, I had four locations with thirty three employees. I had the biggest quick loop car wash mechanic shop, auto glass company in my town. I was doing three million dollars a year in sales wow. with thirty three employees, and this is back in two thousand, you know, seven, eight, nine. So anyway, uh, got so busy with the, once I had four locations, I was like, I gotta, I gotta focus on, you know. I got to focus on my, my, this business. I got 33 employees. I can't do real estate no more because right. I was making good money. I was making 350,000 a year as a young kid. And that was good right. money. for 25, Absolutely. So I was like, I'm gonna focus on this. Well, focus on that for about four or five years, kind of got disinterested. I was burnt out because I'm dealing with the public. I'm dealing with these low end employees. It's like, <laughs> man, I want to, I got to get back into real estate. You know, real estate got me here. Real estate could probably take me to the next step. Well, I started, I, I took all the profits I was making. I ended up, I ended up buying about 30 single family homes on MLS mm. by making a bunch of offers. This is before I knew the direct to seller wholesale method of buying right. off market properties. I didn't know how to do that. Well, I bought these properties at 80, 85 cents on the dollar and 2000, this is from 2011 to 2013. I bought 30 houses, just making bunches of offers. Well, in 2014, I lived in the South in Louisiana. Oil, we're heavily dependent on oil and gas. Oil went from $128 a barrel to $28 a barrel. We yeah. lost tens of thousands of jobs. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. You're in Texas, right? I'm, you remember I'm in that. Houston, yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah, it was, we all got, we all got hammered, yes. right? And especially Lafayette got hammered because we're, we're heavily dependent on deep water drilling here in South Louisiana. Not so much as, not so much Texas as much as, so we lost high paying i mean they had kids that were getting out of high school at 18 making a hundred thousand dollars hundred twenty thousand dollars with no education just wow. to go work offshore so i went all those houses i had bought i had bought at 80 85 cents a dollar i was renting them from 1500 to 2000 i bought nice houses man they all started going vacant and i oh was like gosh. oh shit I was, and i just had my fourth child and i was freaking out and on top of that the four locations i had bought I was losing all my fleet accounts, but about probably 50% of my business was all field related. Right. I lost, I was every quarter I was losing more and more sales and I was losing all these rentals going vacant. Literally, I got to a point, Ryan, where I was, um, I was losing about 20, $25,000 a month. And I was about, I was, I was gonna go bankrupt. And I, Holy moly. it was scary, man. I had, and I, we had, like I said, we had our fourth child and I was like, shit. Well, luckily by the grace of God, I wanted, you know, I wanted to get back into real estate. And I started looking at other strategies and I came across YouTube wholesale and they had this black yeah. guy named, um, 
he says, I'm not a guru. I'm a guru. I was like, man, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> and, uh, and he, he, um, he's a Nafar Nazar Nazar. Yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Everybody knows he's been in the game longer than most of us. Anyway, he started doing content on YouTube on how to wholesale house. Like how the hell you wholesale house? What is this? And I watched a lot of his stuff. I was like, man, I could do this. So I started getting rid of some of my single family homes that I overpaid for, because if you buy, I bought it at the top of the market, right? Right. At 85 cents a dollar, when the market pulls back, I'm upside down or I'm going yeah. to have no so you're coming to cash. You're, you're coming to closing with cash. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm coming to close with cash many a time. And one, I had to bring $40,000 in cash oh, to get out of it. God, it sucks. was, it was brutal, man. Brutal. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about it is why I'm so passionate about wholesaling is because it saved me from going bankrupt. Well, I watched a couple of his videos and then I, I got, I wholesaled some of my single family homes, got rid of some of them for, you know, I didn't make anything. I might have made 1500 bucks on some of them. Then I started selling off some of my shops because I was going to, I can't do this no more. I'm losing too much money. Ended up selling one of my shops, made a good pretty penny. Matter of fact, that 1031 exchange made like, I think I made a right $300,000 on one of my shops. Nice. That 1031 exchange, I, I bought this house in Destin, Florida as a rental about uh, what, four, four, four and a half, five years ago. I bought this house. So that was a good move I made on that. And then sold off some other shops. And then as I was wholesaling some of those single family homes, I was like, man, this is a real business model. I can do this. I'm good at sales. I can communicate. I can talk to people. I went ahead and hired three mentors. So I hired three mentors back to back to back. First mentor stole $50,000 from me, had him arrested. Holy um, shit. Second and third mentors were good mentors. And I, I learned a lot from them. And I, I started making, um, you know, I started making 20, 30, 40, $50,000 a month. But while still doing this part time while, while running my shops, well, I was the money I was making from wholesaling covered all my losses nice. on my shops. Okay, so I was like, I was keeping it together, right? I wasn't really making any money because all the profits right. I was making from wholesale was covering my losses with my single family homes and my shops. As I slowly sold off the shops and the single family homes, it started being profitable. Well, I was I was got the point where I was making 50, 60, 70 grand, and I was a part of these these uh these coaches programs. I was posting checks. And their program's like, man, you 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 killing it. Why don't you come work in our sales department? And I was like, I said, okay, you pay me well. I'll go work in your sales department. So I started enrolling people for their sales. So I got to see a, a backside of a coaching company. Right. And then I started selling the shit out of them. I was making good money. So I was making, so I was selling for them, making shit. They were paying me like $10,000 a month to, to enroll all these students. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. So I made $10,000 a month on average selling for them. Plus I had my wholesaling business. So I started to get back out of the red. Gotcha. Right. Then, you know, finally got rid of a lot of those, those single family homes, got ahead of myself, sold most of my shop. I still have one shop right now. But I'm, I'm still losing 10, $12,000 a month. <laughs> I'm about a million dollars liquid in the hole to that, to that yeah. <laughs> to this day. But I mean, that's just, that's part of the game, right? You play the yeah. auction, you're, gonna get, you're just going to get burned, but the key is to win more than you lose. Absolutely. But anyway, long story short, I realized I was better at the game of wholesaling and real estate and just being ultra than these, than these coach. I was like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting there making these coaches rich and I'm, and I'm showing all these cats how to wholesale and they're inboxing me. I'm getting on calls with them. I'm not even I'm not even a coach. I'm just the sales rep and rolling, but they call me and don't put up. I said, well, if I'm going to keep helping all these guys and I get paid for it, I'm just going to say, hey, I'm not working for you guys. I'm going to start doing my own thing. Right. So I ended up doing my own thing and I started coaching people. And um, from there, once I started coaching people, I started partnering up with my best students. And then I started scaling my real estate. I take the studs out of my program and I partner with them all over the United States. And that's how I scaled my wholesaling flipping business nationwide, right? Well, I say nationwide, mostly in the South. Yeah. And, and um, from there, we built up a bunch of capital and, you know, 
realized that single family home investing is not what, what I want to do. I wanted to get into mobile home park investing and, and we, we started buying mobile home parks and, and we've been scaling that. And, you know, from here, man, I just been um, trying to build deep, meaningful relationships with scaling our mobile home park business with the same model, taking the coaching company, partnering with the best students, raising money, partnering with them, they're boosting nice. the ground and, and signing off on debt and sponsor alone. And we're just, it, it's a big, it's just a big networking effect. Right. That's so, awesome. But it all started from wholesaling, man. It's, it's, it's wholesaling is, is the key. If you got, if you know how to find good deals, I would have never got myself in the rut. I got myself in when I bought all those 30 houses. If I'd have known how to go direct to seller, because I would have never paid 85 cents on the right. dollar. For, for well, those are what, what's crazy is I love selling to buyers that do that. <laughs> yeah, I tell that's all the time. That's how you know you, the best buyers are the ones on MLS. Those yeah, are they, they are. Those are the newbie freshman real estate buyers. They went to the Dan Merrill conference. They read Robert Kiyosaki. Hey, yeah. I want to be a real estate investor. They yeah. go buy everything for you for 85 cents on the dollar. Yeah. And they love it, dude. They're happy too. They're super Oh, happy. yeah, they're happy. <laughs> They're going to be happy until, not until we have the next pullback, <laughs> but Hey, you got to go through that, right? That that's your, that's your, um, that's your right of entry. That's, uh, that's your initiation into the real estate game. You got to get hurt because when you don't get hurt, you don't understand the pain of being an entrepreneur and pain teaches you more lessons than any wins ever will guys Absolutely. write that shit down. If you're always winning, if, if you're always winning, if you're always winning, you're not going to, mentally grasp and understand the valuable lessons there is to be learned in real estate investing and entrepreneurship because the golden nuggets are not made when you win you get cocky arrogant complacent when you're winning it's when you start losing and when as long as you understand you never lose you only learn you just extract knowledge every time you lose right. just like i extracted knowledge when i bought all the single family homes i was like i messed up i, I if i'd have known about wholesaling if i knew how to go direct to seller i would have never that would have never happened that's what got me in a, in a bind right Right. So that's kind of my 50,000 foot view story. I mean, I kind of a lot of other stuff happened in between there. You know, I got hooked up with a guy named Grant Cardone and, and, and yeah. you know, he, you know we, we did some stuff together and, you know, and from there, you know, a lot of people got interested in my story and, you know, we, we kind of spread the good news about mobile home parks and, you know, wholesaling and real estate investing. I just try to, all, you know, network with awesome people like yourself and, and, um, and, and just scale, man, that's the name of the game. I love it, Chris. And I think so going back to that moment where you're when you're losing 20, 25 grand a month. I mean, dude, like I've I've had small, small months where I'm 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 losing cash, right? And nothing like that. Um, but it, it would flip me out, you know. I mean, and, and we've had some struggles here recently. Yes. What is I mean, because I know because I know I've been in similar situations. Obviously, obviously, you have a wife, you have a family, you have a support system. I do, too. And, and those people are so valuable in your life. What does the behind the scenes look like? I mean, what was that factor? Because not everybody, 95% of people quit. <laughs> yes, I love that. Let me tell you the brutal, brutal, honest to God truth. I had a nervous breakdown. I, I lost about 25 pounds. I couldn't sleep because I had so much anxiety. Because I had my I just my wife just had our fourth kid and it was hard for me to, to even tell her and it's like I couldn't even talk and I just like I had this it was like it was like constantly you ever been punching a gut it's like right when you get punched like you yes. lose all the breath and you can't breathe yeah it was it was like feeling like that all the time and it's like <gasps> I couldn't catch my breath because I had so much anxiety and um man the only thing that got me through it is um it's literally it, it's just I had I had to <laughs> I had to crown myself and say man I, I fucked up. And I had to come to, to, to the realization that I'm not invincible and that I, I don't know something. I, I miscalculated something because I didn't right. know enough, right? And 
what really, really, really helped me get through that was, um, is my wife, you know, my, my family, my mama, you know, everybody, I love my mama, right. You know, everything, everybody, I'd call my mama, you know, I was 35, 30, I was 32, 30 years old at the time. And just, just like, Chris, you're young, you're smart. It's gonna be all right. I talked to my wife about it. You know, it, 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 it at those times in your point, you, you, you kind of revert back to your family, right? Absolutely. And, and know that it, it's, it's okay. It, you know, you, you're gonna, you're gonna get through it. And, and what I did was luckily, you know, I had a lot of lines of credit from, from just from, I made a lot of money with the, with the quick lubes over that, right. you know, that, that eight to 10 year run. And I had stacked a lot of cash and I had put like, you know, a lot of money down on some of these, these uh, properties that I had bought and I had saved cash. And so I had lines of credit. So the lines of credit, I, I basically maxed out all my lines of credit, maxed wow. out all my credit cards and maxed out my American express. And I just barely made it. If I didn't have all those lines of credit and, and the credit cards, I would have went bankrupt. So I put, I just basically covered all my losses until it, it's until basically I started making enough money to wholesaling. I tipped the reverse vector of making more money than, than I was losing. And I just slowly right. paid it back, dude. I just slowly, it took me years. It took me about four or five years to pay all that back and to get back into the black. And um, it was the scariest time of my life, but you know what, you know, Blake, it, it, the, the, in retrospect, it made me who I am today. It made me tough as nails because I went right. through hell. Right. I went through entrepreneurial hell, thinking I was going to lose everything, the embarrassment of losing everything, the embarrassment of failing. And it built a callus in my mind mentally, and it made me better handle risk a lot more. And I think today it's made me the man who I am today. I can, I can take a calculated risk. I mean, I'm, you know, we own, we own $25 million worth of real estate right now. I, right. I sign off and we're about to own 30 million. Once I, I buy these other four deals, we're about to buy in the next 60 days. It's made me a better me because I know not what I never want to do again. Cause I'm Absolutely. an experienced me. I know not what to buy. I know how cheap I need to buy it. I know how to hedge my, my bets by buying cheap. You got to buy cheap guys. If you can't steal it, don't buy it. Wow. Right. And yeah. that's what I, that's my model, man. If, and, and I know how to steal stuff because I know, I know the wholesale model. I know the direct to sell. I know the off-market game. Right. Most investors don't know the off-market game. This is why wholesale is so powerful. As long If you get out of the wholesale model, eventually, you still want to always wholesale. I still wholesale and flip it. The wholesaling model teaches you how to buy right when you start playing the buy and hold game. And you'll just start keeping the best properties and you'll buy so cheap that it's hard to lose. If I have, dude, I mean, like, for instance, I bought some of the properties I have, like, the rentals I have, I bought some of them are like 40 to 60 cents on the dollar. If yeah. we have a massive crash, we have a 20% pullback. So what? Right. I can still get out of my properties. Exactly. And still, yeah. make, and still make money. And what taught me that wholesaling taught me that the pain of losing and overpaying 10 years ago, like I did taught me those lessons. So you never lose your only learn guys. As long as you don't quit and you extract, you just keep extract. Every time you have a loss, there's a lesson. Loss equals a lesson extract the lesson, extract the lesson and become a better you through the knowledge of the losing. And then you'll win better and harder in the future. And I think that's where I sit today. That's awesome, Chris. I mean, I think that's powerful, man, because it's like, for me, when I've had struggles and adversity, the only way I would get through it is kind of having that moment of, dude, I, I really messed up. Like, you know, and, and it kind of like that, that humbling moment is what allows you to have that clarity, you know, to move forward. But I've been in moments where I've been in denial too, where it's like, you know, and it's, 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 I think it's coming from the right place because you want to push through, you know, but, um, and just, just little bitty things. I mean, like, you know, letting two people go from my team. I mean, I should have done that months and yep. months ago, you know, but 
rose colored glasses and you're in denial. And then all of a sudden something comes up and you're like, shit, okay, I, now I, I finally have to do it. And it's like, afterwards, you're like, man, you know, I knew that months ago, why didn't I do it? But it's like, you want to make it happen, you know? And I think that's kind of the gift and the curse of being an entrepreneur is like, you have that, that spirit to make things happen. Uh, but sometimes when it's not happening, you know, it, it can take us a little bit longer to come to that realization, you know, but once you do, it's like, that's when progress can be made. Yeah. Look, I went through hell week, right? I, I think being an entrepreneur is like being an Navy SEAL, right? They go, they go Absolutely. through hell week and yeah. you will go through hell week as an entrepreneur. And I feel like I didn't ring that bell. If you watch the Navy SEAL training, they, they ring that bell when they quit. Yeah. And I didn't, I could have checked out and filed bankruptcy and get a job and go, you know, work for somebody else. And I didn't, I, I, I didn't ring that bell. And I'm so glad I did because I came so close to calling, throwing in the towel and say, like, mm. baby, let's just give it all back to the bank and I'll get a job. I'm good at sales. I could probably make a hundred grand a year working at a sales job, but I didn't quit and, and it, it worked out, you know, and, and I think for me, it, it just, it created such a mental muscle of fortitude. Now I can, I would, be, I would better handle losses a lot easier now it still hurt but I, yeah. I can handle I can manage risk in my mind a lot better back now than I could back then because I was only I was in my I was mid-20s right I was 27 28 30 years old it was I was still a young cat but you know I'm 40 now and you build wisdom through time and and nothing will teach you like the losses so I think for you guys listening embrace the losses ground yourself like what can i extract from this what am i learning what is the what is the entrepreneurial gods teaching me right yeah. now <laughs> tell yourself that and they are they're 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 they're, they're learning you something they, they, they're, they're teaching you something because you did something wrong and and you just got to extract the knowledge and and i think what really carried me to and, and this is um this is super important it's kind of off topic but i just want to make sure I, I say this is that what really helped me is I'm, I'm big into physical fitness. I like to exercise. I do a lot of fasting and, and spiritual stuff like meditating. That really helped. I mean, for me with, you know, a lot of that anxiety, I can, I can manage a lot more risk now because from, you know, I exercise, I, I do a ton of fasting will change as a game changer. If you have, if you have anxiety mm. in business, try not eating for a while and take all the sugars and carbohydrates out of your body and, and, and fill your, your, um, your brain with healthy fats. Like I know it sounds silly, but yeah. eggs and, and avocados it's a hack it's a business it literally will supercharge your your mind and it it will get rid of that anxiety you have more energy and you can you can face the day-to-day -day operations and reality a lot easier if you're taking care of your body if you're eating bad and you're pumping you full of sugar and skittles every day to get through the day <laughs> dude that should give that's just that's like heroin it'll give you anxiety right absolutely absolutely so that that's that, that's kind of something i wanted to throw in there but man you know it you know, I'm blessed today. I got five kids, beautiful wife. We're, we're, you know, we're doing well. I'm not saying we're not gonna have challenges in the future. You know, there's always going to be challenges, but I think for you guys listening, it, just make sure you, if you can't steal it, don't buy it. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome advice, Chris. This, this was huge, man. There was so much information here because I think oftentimes new entrepreneurs, um, even guys that have been doing it for a few years, you know, they haven't been through a lot of the adversity that you went through. And so they don't really know what they're made of. And a lot of people fall away. I mean, a lot of people quit. A lot of people, like you said, ring the bell. And I think being able to, to have that perspective of, you know, I'm going to be challenged, but it also makes it sweeter when you get through it too, right? It's kind of one of those things where it's like, if, 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 if everybody could do it, then everybody would do it. And, it, and I think that's what 
I like your analogy with the, the Navy SEALs and entrepreneurs because the, the pride of being a Navy SEAL means that, hey, I'm one of the very, very few that can get through this shit. You know what That's I mean? Right. There's, a, there's a lot of a lot of pride in that, you know? So there is. Cool. And look, and you are. Don't don't bullshit yourself. If you make it as an entrepreneur, dude, 90 to 95 percent entrepreneurs quit. Right. Right. They quit. So they. Um, it's no different. I, I think 95 or 97 percent of or no, no, I think, I think it's around 90 percent of, of the Navy SEALs quit Two out of 100. You might only have 10 that make it. Right. And, it, and it's just it's not that they're smarter. It's not that they're brighter, faster, stronger. It's the mental, they push their bodies to the absolute limit to make them quit in their mind. In the mind, yep. the mind just says, no, I'm not going to quit as long. And then you have to apply that to business as an entrepreneur and just don't quit. It's got to be hard before it gets easier. And, but you have to go through that condition where it gets really hard and then you make it right. And then you're like, it's the most, entrepreneurship will be the most gratifying thing you ever do in your life. And it, it'll be the most rewarding, but it'll also be the most painful and it's just the entrepreneurial gods testing you, man. Yeah. They, they want to know that you're, that you're worthy of what the, 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 the goods and, 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 and gold that they're going to have to give to you, that God's going to bless you with. If you make it, there's nothing that's for free. Absolutely. I totally hundred percent believe that Chris. Well, it was a pleasure, man. Thanks for, thanks for being on the day, brother. I appreciate it. How can people find you? Um, social media, what was the best way to reach out to you? Yeah. You follow me on, uh, real at, at real estate rude is my handle for Instagram. And then, uh, Facebook, Chris Rude. I, I got max out of friends, but if you press the follow button, you can still follow me. And on my business page, I do Facebook lives once a week, just talk about life, business, real estate, marriage, at Chris Rude entrepreneur on Facebook. Um, yeah. And if you're interested in coaching or you're interested in coming to my mastermind inbox me, or go to chrisrude.com and book a call with my team. I'd love to help you. Awesome, man. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate it, brother. I'm looking forward to connecting with you at your, uh, your next mastermind in March, man. I'm, it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, brother. Right. Take Bye. care. Bye.